because you're mid and we know it it's the mid podcast your podcast for random shit geek stuff and wrestling you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast apple spotify also be sure if you like what you hear leave us a five star rating you can also follow us on twitter and on youtube at the mid podcast and you can support the show by becoming a patreon go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast where you can have access to our exclusive content only for our patreon members and also you can rep the show with official gear go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise we have sweatshirts t-shirts stickers and much much more i am one of your hosts Catherine the great here with my sorry ass producer co-host brendan Hey, 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 hey. I don't have an excuse this time. Laziness. <laughs> uh, okay. Laziness. Yeah, I've been nothing but, I really haven't done nothing but watch Netflix. Netflix is more important than our podcast. Did you hear that, Bobby? I need you to get him. No, I never said that. Mm. Just I don't have my phone on when I watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, when I ask to record and you refuse, I'm going to start doing it by myself. I have all the stuff that you need. You don't know how to convert stuff. I can figure it out, bitch. Nah, you ain't do that to me. I'm gonna make Bobby my new co-host. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll go make an F1 podcast. Nobody watches F1. What the fuck? Everybody. Is F1's amazing. I do like F1. I do like F1. F1's the reason why I don't go to church. I go to the church of Matt's for staffing. You sound like me on Wednesday nights when people's like, why ain't you in church on Wednesday nights? I am in church. I am in church of AEW All Elite Wrestling. Still ain't figured out who the pastor of the church is yet. There's a bunch of people there. But qualify for, for that for that title. Stokely Hathaway. There we go. So yeah, I go to the church of AEW on Wednesday. And sometimes I go to the church of AEW pay-per-views on Sundays. Anywho. Anyhow. What are we discussing today, Brandon? Michigan State losing to Washington. What about Michigan beating a piss out of Connecticut? We are talking about AEW wrestling. Yeah, that's somebody lazy put us two weeks behind not mentioning any names brendan hey hey last week i came home and saturday my uncle was in india with me and my father and we could have recorded when you come home i was tired i woke up at the butt-ass crack of dawn i'm tired every day of my life and usually have a migraine to boot 
pretty much every day of my life. But I, being the good person that I am, push through that shit and do what I need to do. Okay, I get it. I'm not a good person. I could have told you that one. I could have told you that one, too. You didn't ask. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. What do you want to talk about first? I don't care. Well, do we want to talk about some news? Sure. Nothing big happened. No, no. There was nothing that sent the IWC into a panic this week. Surprisingly. Wait, plus, I don't know. I, I haven't been on Twitter a lot this week. The PWIs dropped it this week. Oh, yeah. Osprey got robbed. Roman Reigns was not the best. Robbed. Robbed. The boy got raped. He didn't get robbed. He got raped. No, we can't say that. No. You can edit that out, but that's what happened. No. He got robbed at gunpoint, okay? We'll leave it at that. No. Osprey should be top 10. That, That top 10 is horrendous. Let's talk about it. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. And let's talk about it. We're just going to discuss the top 20. Because I don't have time to read all 500. Uh, the top 10 is what pissed me off the most. Okay. So 20 through 11. Starting with number 20. Drew McIntyre. Kenny okay. Omega at 19. He 18. Adam Cole. 17. Seth Rollins. Should be higher. We'll discuss this when I get done. 16, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, better known as MJF. 15, Tanahashi. 14, Josh Alexander. 13, Matt fucking Cardonia. 12, John Moxley. And 11, Shingo Takagi. I don't know if I said his name right. That is 11 through 20. I'll just tell you the big ones. Moxley should be in the top five. Adam Cole should be higher than what he is. And Maxwell should be higher than what he is. As should Seth Rollins. And Seth. Seth and Moxley should be top three. I mean, Moxley's carried AEW throughout the summer. Seth Rollins has been carrying that piss poor company for the past two years. What the blue monkey? I had wrote it down. So I can't remember where I wrote it down at. Hold on. Because I remember when they were discussing this and I was like going through schoolwork and shit. I gotta be on here. But I wrote down a thought. As you hear my papers rattling. It is here. Yes. Here. Hold on. What are you looking for? So, these three people didn't even crack the top 20. Jay White, 
Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. Osprey was at 27, Jay White at 23, and Chris Jericho at 22. Josh Alexander is way too high. Just going to throw that out there. Cardona's a bit high. He should be like I agree with those two, and I'm a, I'm a Josh Alexander fan, but I do think he's a little high. But no, Osprey should be top five. Jay White should be top 15, top 12. Jericho, top 20. So, let's move on and get to your top 10. At number 10, Jonathan Gresham, Biggie, some guy I cannot pronounce his name, El Hito Del... I know like, who you're talking you know, about. Guess I said, uh, Brian Danielson, Cody Rhodes, Bobby Lashley, Hangman Adam Page, CM Punk, Okada, and Roman Reigns. Romeki shouldn't be number one. I know why they put Roman one. I get it. I'm not going to argue with it. There could be a, ma- a a case made for somebody else, probably. Yeah, his name is fucking Will Osprey. But you know, I'm biased to Papa Will because Papa Will needs to be in my bed right now. But Big E number nine, I would have put Seth Rollins there first. Seth should be in the top five. Jonathan Gresham. Gets the top 10. I want to go cuss my boss out and get put in the top 10. WWE paid PWI. That's what I'm going with. The PWI got paid off. I would have probably dropped Hangman Adam Page down a little bit. Hangman's fine where he's at. I definitely would have taken off Biggie and Gresham. Biggie was doing fine, then Ridge Holland broke his neck. I don't know. I might leave Punk where he is at three. Punk's like seven. But yeah, that's some bullshit. Jay White, Chris Jericho, or Will Ospreay did not make the fucking top 20. Ospreay, Seth, and Moxley should be the top three. And you could put them in any order you want, but those should be the top three. So, we got some more news. Rumor has it that AEW Revolution will be in San Francisco, California. Huh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Eh, who cares? And now it's Holiday um, Bash. However, on Twitter, people were trying to guess where this was going to be at, and somebody said it needed to be in the UK at Wembley Stadium. I reply, why would I want to pay to have my event at Wembley Stadium 
but I'm part owner of a football team. I said soccer and got blessed out by Europeans on Twitter. Um, when I could have it in my own venue. Craven Cottage. It's, I don't know. Kind of mid. Have it in Old Trafford. And if you wait until next year, they're making updates to Craven Cottage. They're adding more seats. Yeah. Have it at Old Trafford. Trafford. There's no biasness in that. Oh, That's no. totally not where Man U plays. I think my kitty cat is under my desk making all kinds of noise. But yeah. And they're also having a show in Seattle on January something. Very fun. They're going to have to go from North Carolina to Seattle. Well, no, they didn't do their show here until, like, January 15th. Like, the second week of January? Well, no, I was saying that because of holiday bashes in Greensboro. Which, TK, go ahead and announce it. Well, no, I need him to hold off for, like, at least a week. So I can get my school refund so I can buy tickets. Tony Khan, hurry up and announce it next week. I need him to hold, I need him to hold off until I get my school refund so I can buy a ticket. And buy me and your Annalita tickets. Oh, no, me and you. I gotta take your Floor Annalita seats. to a wrestling event. Floor seats. I have to buy three tickets. Floor seats. Dude, them floor seats are out fucking rages. Yeah, it's crazy. But anywho, what else is going on? I mean, shit, the tickets we got to go to Norfolk were $150 a piece. But anyways. Oh, did you hear what happened on NXT this week? (laughs) You think I... Uh, The one thing I saw is that they're changing the logo. Yeah, they're going back to the black and gold. Everybody was in an uproar about it. I'm happy about it. I've never left black and gold to begin with. But yeah, but you know, the old senile man was in charge. Which I still think he's calling the shots after what got announced today. Oh, I knew that was going to be announced like on Thursday. Well, no, I knew it was going to happen. I just think he's calling the shots. He still has some say. Not as much as he used to, but he still has some say in it. I will admit, though, like, I've been more interested in WWE lately since Triple H has taken over. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I mean, it's a lot better than what it was. There's actually wrestling matches and not all this gimmicky shit. actually do more wrestling. Well, that's the point of a wrestling show. Yeah, but Vince tried to make it into a reality show, not a wrestling show anymore. I think that's all the news, really. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. 
moving on. Um, since somebody will want to be lazy and we're two weeks behind, we're gonna go and hit some highlights from hold on, I gotta grab my my notes. I moved them when I was looking where I wrote down myself. Um we are going to um hit some highlights from Dynamite on September seventh. Um because um evidently that Sunday we had a big issue. Thank you, CM Punk. You little bitch ass. Thank you, Phil Brooks, for running your mouth like a bitch. Yep. And guess who had to take the brunt of that shit? Your boss. But anyways. I I literally had to, like, get off Twitter for somebody else about that. That was so stupid. Well, hey, it's not that serious. To I know, but I, was a, I was in a bad mood that day, so you know, when I'm in a bad mood, it don't take a lot to set me off. Well, if you're in a bad mood, stay off of social media. That's what I do. I did. I got off. I just told you I got off dip shit. No, like, I stay off of it completely. I don't even get on it. Oh, I get on it to read shit. I like to read the comments. Because they're funny. That's kind of like your Nana bitching about Facebook. And she's like, she'll ask me, she's like, well, did you see this on Facebook? I don't tell you, I don't get on Facebook that much. Well, someone's so posted this and this. I'm like, mom, why do you care? It's not affecting you. But I just I get on to read it to watch the IWC have a meltdown on everything. I cuss on my Facebook sometimes. Dude, you should see some of the shit I post on my Facebook page. Yeah. When I use Facebook, like, I'll probably use it when Max wins the championship. I already know what I'm saying. Super Max, Super Max, Super Max. Super motherfucking Max. Because that's what you usually post every Sunday he wins. Yep. Okay, pretty much count on seeing a Super Max, Super Max, Super Max, Super Max, Super Max post. Yep. So let's get back to AEW from Dynamite on September 7th. So, because of the little incident that happened from All Out, the poor boss man had to strip CM Punk of his title, had to strip the elite of their titles because they cannot play nicely in the sandbox together. And it starts off with a video taped message from PK saying that he had to vacate the trios tag and the world championship. And we are getting a tournament for the world championship title. And the winner will be crowned at Grand Slam. This week. Then the show starts off with our boy Maxwell coming out, giving a promo. Taz goes, I'm so happy my man MJF is back. Taz, I agree. I'm so happy my boy MJF is back. He goes on being all babyface, I want to say. 
So I'm sitting here going, this shit ain't gonna last. This is a facade. I'm waiting for him to turn into the real MJF. Did you buy into that bullshit? No. Taz goes, MJF being a real sweetheart. Then Moxley's music hits. And Moxley tells MJF that he is full of crap. <laughs> and then we get our real MJF. And he begins to go rogue. Drops wanting to go work for WWE. Eh, WWE made. Moxley, Moxley tells him to leave this ring or he'll make him. I did get a shirtless MJO. I was happy with that. Then Moxley goes on a rant about he's in a mood and he goes on about what the championship means. I think the dude make a great spokesperson for AEW. Mm-hmm. Then we get our trios tag championship match where we're going to crown our new trios tag. And we have Death Triangle and Best Friends with Orange Cassidy. Who do you think was going to win it? That Triangle. Before you knew the outcome. Why did you think Death Triangle was going to win? Because I knew what the outcome was going to be before the match was even going to happen. Kind of predictable. Yep. Um... It seems Andrade El Lido is after number 10 from the Dark Order. Some good muscle they get in your faction. Do you think 10 is going to jump? I don't know. Maybe. Can I say how much I like Menard and Angelo? I love their promos. We are going to get a Tag match between them two and Hook and Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Then we get the acclaim promo. Swerve interrupts Max Caster's rap. I'm digging Swerve as a heel. What do you think about Swerve and Lee as heels? Uh, they're gonna lose the titles Wednesday, and then it's gonna be a Keith Lee versus Swerve feud, and then Keith Lee is gonna end up winning the TNT title. Ooh, Keith Lee versus Wardlow. Hmm. The crowd chant asshole to Swerve. How do you call Swerve Strickland an asshole? By saying asshole. Then we get a JAS promo and Jericho, who we all know is the GOAT, says that he's going to be world champion for the eighth time and that it's 
his championship. AEW is his company. And it's his effing locker room. And no one is taking that away from me ever. I think Jericho was a little pissed about what happened. Last week was a good reset for AEW after what went down after All Out. I, I it was a good show. Yes. Well, during this promo with Jer- it was Jericho, Anna J, Sammy, and Tay. And Sammy was talking about. I think he was having a match against Moxley. Darby. Darby. He's having a match against Darby. And he called him a turtle loving ass. And Jericho goes, We hate turtles. Jericho, how you hate turtles? Uh by not liking turtles. I I I think the person Chris Jericho probably likes turtles. Heal Chris Jericho? Probably not. So then we get a Danielson Hangman Adam Page match. Um, the best thing out of this was William Regal is crushing hard on Excalibur to the point where he says to Excalibur. You lovely little buttercup, I want to pick up your petals and rub them all over me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to chalk that up to William Regal being from England, and that's like some kind of English saying that we really don't understand here in America. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right on that. And I'm going to refrain from saying anything about this. I'm not going to embarrass you quite yet. Huh? That means you're going to do it. I know. I've got some good ones set up for this week. Oh, God. So the Danielson Hangman Adam Page match is what the third time them two have wrestled? Yes. Because didn't the first two come to a draw? The first one did, and the second one was when Hangman retained the title. Oh, okay. I thought they both went like the full time limit. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a Jungle Boy promo. Or you think they're going to set up Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus in the meantime while Christian Cage is out getting surgery? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if they do, it'll probably be a squash match. And then our last match for that night is Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta for the ROH Pure title. Now, they were in Buffalo. So I already knew what was going to happen, but it was still a good match. Yeah. Yuda's going to get it back, though. Is Yuda going to get it back? Or is him and Claudio going to go after the ROH tag titles 
from FTR? Both. Both. That's what's going to happen. Can I ask you a question? What? Are you a BWBE? No. Do you know what that is? Something about being the best sports entertainer and best wrestler. It's the best wrestler and the best sports entertainer. Kitty. So, do we need to talk about Rampage? What? Mm -hmm. Sammy won his match against Darby the face Moxley on Dynamite. That's all that happened. That 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 was like the only big thing that happened. Well, there was one other thing that happened, and that was a promo from Miro. So do you think Miro may become the new leader of House of Black? Maybe. What's that? Oh, yeah, you showed me that. Shit. Maxwell's, Maxwell's just sitting up here purring away. <laughs> um, trying to think. Anything else? Uh, oh, we got Claudio and Dax for the uh, ROH world title I can't remember if I paid attention to Rampage that much I put two old guys wrestling just what I needed no I did watch the Claudio and Dax match that was like the only thing I remember in the Sammy match other than that I also missed half of Rampage last night you didn't really miss nothing because it was kind of mid. I was a little upset with my man, Tony Khan, for a crappy rampage, sort of. Uh, I was watching the Tigers, and then they went into extra innings. So, that was two weeks. So, now we're going to move on to this week's Dynamite. Um, We're getting Moxley. And your boy, Sammy Guevara. Fuck Sammy Guevara. Yes, Tay does. Give me loveies. Wanna give me loveies? <laughs> She's messing with the cat. I am messing with my new kitty cat. Who, I, they've been here a week from Tuesday. <laughs> Get a hold of Vader. So their names are Vader and Maxwell. Vader is all black and Maxwell is black and white. I came up with the Maxwell name. Yeah, he came up with the Maxwell name because he wants something. Well, he Maxwell, I can't do the podcast if you keep walking on my notes. Good boy. Okay. Sorry Maxwell is going to read your notes for you. Well, the other day he was up here and wanted to learn about World War II because I was trying to do schoolwork and he just like walked across all my shit. 
I'm gonna send you this picture after the podcast. So Sammy comes out alone, and I put in my notes. You know that tramp will show up eventually. Uh, be nice. Oh well, I mean, William Regal calls her and Anna J something worse. So Moxley and Guevara tie up. Moxley gets a headlock. You see Sammy starts to beat down Moxley. The crowd begins to boo. They begin to exchange chops. Sammy sends Moxley into the stairs, then into the ring post. Um, Sammy was kind of showing a mean streak. Boo. Boo? Why are we booing Sammy? Because fuck Sammy Guevara. Halfway during the match, did you notice something about Sammy's attire? No. You think I pay attention to shit? Well, you're in the general vicinity of what I'm getting ready to say. One of Sammy's ass cheeks was hanging out of his trunks. (laughs) And that was the only thing I could focus on going, when are you going to fucking fix this? (laughs) Because nobody wants to see your white ass cheek. Oh, God. Good thing I didn't see that then. I will save that one on the DVR and point it out to you when you come down next month. I'm good. Sammy gets a two count. Um, Then you hear William Regal on commentary as John Moxley is doing his little elbow move where, you know, he's like Pounding him down with elbows. And William Regal goes, he's just pounding away. Oh, God. I was like, William Regal's a horny old bastard. So are you. I haven't said anything. Yeah. Why are you saying that about me? However. However, I mean, I would be totally okay with Wardlow to come down to uh, me. <laughs> I do want the new Wardlow shirt, though. Oh, God, featured on which the one that says, uh, what was it, Pin Me War Daddy? Yep. I send that to your Aunt Alita. I said, you need to get this for Katie. <laughs> she called me. I figured she would just text me back, like, oh, that's cool. She called me with, oh, my God, yes. And I was like, well, let me know when you want to order it, because every month I get a coupon from AEW because I signed up for some shit. And I get a coupon where I can get discounts when I order stuff from their merchandise shop, which I ordered the new MJF shirt. Yeah. And uh, I may or may not wear that to a church function. I'm assuming it's a function that's next weekend, or not next weekend, next month. Yes, it is, and it's not the ladies' conference, because I have to dress up for that. (laughs) What day is that? It's on a Saturday. What's the day? October 1st is our ladies' conference. No, but you will be here for our fall festival, and that's when I'm going to wear it. Oh, God. But anyway, yes. And I told her, I was like, well, if they happen to have that shirt in Norfolk, I'll pick it up for you and you can just pay me back. (laughs) (laughs) So then, moving on, 
here come the tramps, Anna and Tay. Anna distracts the ref, and Tay low blows John Moxley. She got nothing but ash cheek. Needless to say, John Moxley's wife took to Twitter and told the bitch she better keep her feet off her husband. <laughs> Renee, that's a fight I don't want you getting into. Tay knows fucking Brazilian judo. Yeah, whatever. Tay could come jizzu on you or something. (laughs) Cannot confirm or deny. We so need to do a random shit. I got so much random shit we need to talk about. Yeah, we'll do it one day this week. So anyway, Moxley gets out of the pen. William Regal asks, okay, if he calls Anna and Tay harlots on TV, What's the next caliber, uh, it's like a slut. Oh. It's, a, it's a nice word for slut. Harlot is used in the Bible. Ah, The word harlot is actually in the Bible. You taking Bible class this semester should know this. I haven't got to that part yet. Yeah, a harlot is like someone that's a whore, a slut, something like that. Ah. And the next caliber goes, well, I guess we'll find out. You just did. <laughs> then Moxley gets the win. He's going to advance to the finals for the AEW Championship at Grand Slam this coming Wednesday in Queens, New York. Our next segment, we get none other then our man, MJF. He is back to his asshole self. He talks about what happened last week with Moxley and says that there's not a MJF 2020 sign in this ring or a podium, and he is not the same guy he was. I put in my notes, oh, how much I have missed MJF promos. I think we've all missed MJF promos. He seems to have a little more swagger now, and I'm down for it. Yeah. Like, he was an asshole before, but, like, he is more assholey now, and I'm down for it. <laughs> he goes on to say that his brain is more dangerous. Okay. And bad things happen to those who get in his way and he doesn't care if it's John Moxley, Chris Jericho or Brian Danielson and says that the AEW World Heavyweight Championship is his title and that MJF is a demon you cannot slay I don't want to slay the demon but I wouldn't mind betting the demon oh god Then he goes on to explain about the group that helped him win the casino ladder match. And he introduces Stokely and the firm. You know what's firm? Wardlow's penis would be firm. Wardlow's penis would be firm. The firm is made up of all ego Ethan Page, Morrissey, Colton and Austin Gunn, 
and Lee Moriarty. Stokely gets on the microphone and goes, you wish you had a friend like me. Mm-hmm. That is a song from Aladdin. Yeah, it is. That's the first thing I thought of when he said that. I was like, oh shit, Aladdin. Now I want to go watch Aladdin. And I mean the cartoon version. Then he goes on to say, nothing like good old juicy blackmail. And I know something that's juicy. That's what makes me wake up in the morning and turns me on. Somehow I can't picture Stokely Hathaway being turned on. Oh God. Is that a vision you need for the rest of your life? No. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. However, I mean, I wouldn't mind turning on the ball. I bet I could turn him on really good. God. You are horny. You need to stop. Then he goes on to explain what each member of the firm wants. And then he proceeds to end his promo with, you can either run with us or run from us. Your thoughts, Stokely and the firm? Uh, Stokely Hathaway is amazing. I love Stokely Hathaway. He hugged Morrissey in a weird way. Oh, have you seen the meme? Sometimes. Some memes. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Oh, my lord. It is hilarious. Is that about Tony Khan hugging people? No, 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 no. It's a picture of Stokely hugging Morrissey. He says, he's just not into you. (laughs) That's funny. Little shit, what are you doing under my desk? Say hanging out. So next we move on. And um, earlier in the day, Jungle Boy put out on social media that he has an open contract and is willing to fight anybody. So we see a promo with Jay Lethal, Sanjay Duckett, and Satnam Singh. And Sanjay proceeds to say that his best friend is a man. And he is jumping up and down in front of the camera like a madman. <laughs> and that Jay Lethal will accept Jungle Boy's open contract. As Jungle Boy Boy is coming out to his music, Kaz, who I adore on commentary, refers to Jungle Boy as he was cooked like a piece of chicken on July 4th, talking about when Luchasaurus threw him on that grate where the uh, pyros come out. (laughs) That's funny. Love Taz. Taz is amazing. I thought the matchup was very good. Jungle Boy took was taking it to Lethal. Lethal goes for a figure four, and Jungle Boy goes for a small package, gets a two count. 
I don't like small packages. I like big packages. Then we see Lethal drop Jungle Boy onto the top rope. They begin to exchange blows. Jungle Boy is not giving up. Jungle Boy gets the two count. We see Sanjay was on the apron if Lethal hadn't kicked out. And eventually Jungle Boy gets Lethal to tap out. And Jungle Boy gets the win. It was a pretty fun match for it being out of the blue. The next we get a promo with one of the reporters backstage with some dude named Luigi Primo? The pizza guy? Yeah, I saw a video of him a couple of days before. All he does is throw around the pizza uh Pizza dough? Dough. Yeah. I have some dough somebody can come throw around their penis in. And then out of the blue, we see all ego Ethan Page kick this dude. Like, super kick this motherfucker into, like, 2024. Well, don't fuck with Ethan Page. Then Dan Housley comes out. And Ego goes, why don't I start with the jester of AEW this Friday on Rampage? And then Dan Housley goes, we'll get that jester Egon. I don't think Dan Housley realized that Ethan was talking about himself. How dare Ethan Page go after Dan Housley for no reason? We love Dan Housen. Everybody loves Dan Housen. Yeah. yeah. But then on Friday afternoon, Dan Housen put out on Twitter to watch the match between him and Ethan Page or be cursed. And Ethan Page goes, how the hell am I going to watch the match when I'm kicking your ass? Because it's taped, Ethan. Well, I mean, they were playing like it wasn't tape. And I, was like, I was like, you can watch it when you get done kicking his ass. <laughs> Moving on, we get Powerhouse Hobbs versus a jobber. Not quite sure where we're going with Powerhouse. Him versus Wardlow. Oh, I would be down for that. I would love to see Powerhouse with the TNT title. It's basically a squash match. Um, then Hobbs gets the mic. The crowd begins to chant, We want Ricky. Says that he defeated Ricky at All Out in only four minutes and 21 seconds. And then a new chapter in the book of Hobbs tonight. And then we see the crowd going nuts as Ricky Starks is coming down the stairs through the crowd. Starks gets in the ring and begins to go at it with Hobbs. To the point where he takes the microphone and belt hops between the eyes. So I was um watching football today and I was like, I forgot who it was. It wasn't the Michigan game, it was after that. But somebody got a sack. And I was like, I was thinking, if I was a defensive end and I got a sack, what would my celebration be? 
I was like, it would be the thing that Ricky Starks does. It would a hundred percent would be that. Oh the yeah. The yeah. That pose is amazing. I mean, Ricky Starks ain't bad on the eyes. Ricky Starks is cool. I like Ricky Starks. Andy has a badass theme song. The revolution will be televised. Moving on. We get the Lucha Brothers, who is wrestling Swerve and Lee for the AEW Tag Team Championship. I am so down for Swerve and Lee as heels. Like, please don't break them up. I know you're going to. And then Swerve is going to go for the world title. Swerve versus Maxwell Revolution 2022. 2023. Hmm. Hadn't thought about that, but that would be good. But then you'll have to make Maxwell face. What are you doing, Max? Oh. Maxwell walk out. So, getting on into the match, we see Penta going after Swerve's arms. The Lucha Brothers are looking good. They've isolated Swerve. They begin to beat down Swerve. Finally, Swerve makes the tag to Keith Lee. Then we see Keith Lee and Ray Phoenix go at it. And I put in my notes. Phoenix and Penta need to use their speed against Lee. Yeah. And then we see Keith Lee treating Ray Phoenix like he is a ragdoll. This word begins to take it to Phoenix. And then Keith Lee throws Phoenix into the ring on Penta to break up the count as Penta was trying to pin Swerve. Phoenix springboard does a springboard Spanish fly on Swerve. Swerve and Lee get the win and they retain retain their titles. Then the acclaim come out. Max Caster is doing what the fuck are y'all doing, guys? Max Caster does his uh great MJF impersonation by yelling cut my music cut my music Max has his best friend back and then Max Caster proceeds to say if to swerve if you ever interrupt my rap again I'm going to beat your ass and then he proceeds to say, keep doing what you do best. That is nut-hugging every famous person you know. Speaking of nut-hugging, you know who's nuts I'd love to hug? No. No, I don't. I don't want to hear. I wouldn't mind nut-hugging the balls. <laughs> you think geeks need love, too? And then he says, says, get your boy Keith Lee, roll his ass into New York City so we can become tag team champions. 
Yeah, the acclaimed is better than the other one today. The right call is to have the acclaimed win. Oh, no. I mean, I kind of like Swerve and Lee having the belts and being bad guys. I do, too, but... Because you need, you need some bad guys to have titles, and they really don't have any bad guys in AEW with titles except for Swerve and Lee right now. Because I don't really consider Death Triangle as heels. Well, they're not. Wardlow's not a heel. There's no world champion. There's no world champion yet, and whoever wins that is not going to be a heel. Yeah. Tony Storm is your AEW interim women's champion. She's not a heel, and the only other heel you really have is Jay Cargill. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people... How did I want to word this? A lot of people don't hate Jade. There we go. That's no, Jade, I think Jade falls into the... What I call the Randy Orton Triple H effect. And Jericho falls into this, this effect, too. Whether they're good, whether they're a heel, or whether they're babyface, you love them regardless. Yeah. Like, Jericho's a heel right now, and everybody still loves him. Yeah. That's just how Jericho works. Yeah, but, I mean, Jericho can be a good guy or he can be a bad guy, and you still love him. So, we get a pack promo where he's talking about Death Triangle being the trio's champion, and he is the All-Atlantic champion. And then he gets the fuck knocked out of him by none other than Orange Cassidy. OC came out of fucking nowhere. Exactly. And OC proceeds to go double-double champion. Huh, not for long. Yeah, OC is taking that All-Atlantic title. And then can I get an OC... Ethan Page feud? Mm, yes. Yes. Because I'd like to see that. Although, I think, I think Ethan Page has got more, more muscle. It's probably stronger than Orange Cassidy. Well... He does, but also it'll be a good match. So, who cares? Book it. So then we move on to our women's match, and we have Dr. Britt Baker DMD tagging with Serena Deeb versus Tony Storm and Athena. 
Originally, this was supposed to be Tony Storm and Sheeta. But evidently, at dark, Britt Baker took out Sheeta. Oof. So we get Tony Storm and Serena Deeb starting off. Then Athena begins to take it to Deeb. Deeb takes down Athena. We get Britt Baker in. We see Storm and Baker going at it. I'd like to see them as a feud. E- like a good feud. Give me the uh, Jamie Hater AEW women's title run. Yes, I definitely need that. Baker sends Athena into the stairs. We have Storm and Deeb in the ring. Rebel is up on the apron distracting the ref. Storm gets sent into a chair, which is held by Baker. And Serena Deeb gets the pin. And then we see Baker curb stomp Athena. She gets the chair. And out come Jamie Hayter, who grabs the chair from Baker. And then Jamie... Hater hits Tony Storm with the chair. Interesting. But Hater and Baker exchange words, and it looks like Jamie Hater is still a little pissed off at Britt Baker. I mean, she costed you a title, wouldn't you? Yes, but it don't make sense for you to come out there, grab the chair. And then hit Tony Storm with it. Yeah, it does. Inflict more punishment on the champion for when you have to face her. I didn't even have that one written down. You walked into that one. Thank you for setting that up for me. No. 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 So moving on, we get another semi-final match for the AEW World Champion. And we got Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. They both exchange chops. The crowd is split between the two. We see Danielson begin with his kicks on Jericho. And then we see Jericho with a suplex. After all those chops that were exchanged between Danielson and Jericho, Jericho's chest was freaking red as hell. But it was still a fun match. Huh? I don't care how red somebody's chest is. Fun match. Jericho's chest was Red, like my twat is for a hot man. Ma'am, you're too fucking old. (laughs) I am not too fucking old, dipshit. You're too old to be talking like this. No, I'm not. Then we see Jericho with palm strikes. And the more times he hits Danielson with palm strikes, the more pissed off Brian Danielson becomes, and then we go back to them exchanging chops again. 
Instead of exchanging chops, I mean, I'd be happy to exchange bikes. I did notice, though, in this match, Danielson was coming off them ropes, and he was coming off them ropes quick. Jericho lands a crossbody on him. They both fall to the mat. And then Jericho looks like he's very frustrated. And he has thrown everything at Brian Danielson. Then Danielson... <clears throat> is trying to bring Chris Jericho back into the ring because Jericho is standing on the apron. Somehow Jericho reverses it and flips Danielson onto the floor and it looks like he hurt his ankle, maybe rolled it or something. Um, the ref gets the doctor to come check on Danielson. Jericho pushes the doctor out of the way and then he begins to take it to Danielson's ankle. He begins to use the post on the lower leg and the ankle puts Jer uh, Jericho puts him in the figure four as Danielson's legs are wrapped around the ring post Taz on commentary <laughs> said that is tight as hell don't say it don't say it don't say it did we see Jericho with the walls of Jericho on Danielson? What do you think I was going to say? I'm not saying it. But let's continue. I mean, my talk could be... No! <laughs> Just saying if the boss wants to turn it out. <laughs> Looks like Danielson might tap out as Jericho had him in the walls of Jericho. Danielson begins to crawl to the ropes. Danielson transitions into the S-grip on Jericho. Jericho taps out. Danielson gets the win. That sets us up for our final, which will have John Moxley versus Brian Danielson next week. At Grand Slam. I don't know who's winning. Probably Moxley. I'm thinking Moxley. Only because. He come out and interrupted MJF. When MJF come back. His first Wednesday back after All Out. And then full and gear. Then this Moxley, week. This MJF. week. MJF dropped a promo on Moxley, talking about Moxley's alcoholism. I don't know how I feel about a Moxley-MJF feud. It's going to be good. Moxley's going to kick his ass, though. Nah, uh, Maxwell's winning. I mean, I know he'll eventually win, but... Anyway... Moxley comes down to the ring. Poor William Regal looks like, oh shit. Then we see Moxley and Danielson in the center of the ring. They shake hands and the crowd begins to chant BCC. BBC. Oh, wait, wrong thing. <laughs> so, let's move on to Rampage. 
we start off Rampage Friday nights with Old Man Need to Lose Some Weight Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen. Real quick. I didn't watch that match. I don't know what happened after that match. The only match I saw was the Samoa Joe match. And even okay. then, I was hardly paying attention to it. I'll give you a rundown. So Jericho is on commentary, and he says, who pulls a dirty trick first? Darby sends Hardy into the stairs. Darby on top with Hardy on the apron. Hardy moves out of the way, and Darby cracks off the apron. Looks like he might have hurt his hip, his back, or his ass bone. Hardy then sends Darby into the ring posts. Fine first. Hardy begins to focus on Darby's back. Darby runs into Hardy, who is in the corner, and comes out holding his back. Hardy goes for a twist of fate. Darby reverses. Darby gets the win and walks out of the ring. And then the lights go out. And Chris Jericho goes, I thought we were going to commercial break and the lights go out. (laughs) Lights come back on. Brody King is standing behind Matt Hardy and takes out Matt Hardy. We see Julia Hart gives Brody King a microphone and he calls out Darby and Sting. And he says, you think it's over. At Grand Slam, it's going to be the House of Black versus Darby and Sting. No disqualification. Bray Wyatt shows up. While Birdie King was doing his promo, he did say something that the IWC went into a frenzy about. And he said, if you cut the head off of a snake, the fangs still have venom. And then, you know, typical IWC starts going ballistic. Well, you could cut the head off a snake then how is he going to bite you? That, that, okay. I'm the... It was a metaphor. Well, no, hold on. Let me scientifically explain this because I know what the deal is. Will you scientifically explain this, please, scientist Brendan Reed? Well, no, I just watched a shit ton of videos about snakes, so I know how... They were from a, from a kid who was terrified of fucking snakes. Yeah. So for snakes that have venom. I got some venom I like to put on. Oh, no, stop. This is a science lesson. This would be a science lesson. Sex is science. No, stop. So when they shed. Oh, explain it this way first. When they shed. They also shed their fangs. So, in the fangs still have venom in them when the snakes shed. And even when the snakes poop, fangs could come out. And if, if when you're cleaning their enclosure or whatever, um, the fang, uh, the fang that still has venom could bite could 
get under your skin and not seduce, um, inject you with venom. That's what I was looking for. So, yes, a dead snake with its head cut off, the fangs still have venom in it. And if they pierce your skin, you will be injected with venom. Okay, then. Which I think I kind of knew that. Science is cool. I love science. I think I remember hearing about that or something. Science and history are my favorite. Yeah. Let's not talk about history right now. Anyways. And that is your science lesson for the day. Next, we get a Claudio promo. Claudio comes out with Wheeler Yuta. Claudio says that the BCC is the new symbol of excellence. I put in my notes, I need Claudio to do a promo in a foreign language since the man speaks seven different languages. Mm-hmm. All right, just mid-promo, switch it up. Exactly, like just mid promo, just start speaking Swiss, then go back to English, and then go to like Italian if he knows Italian or French or whatever. Then Jericho grabs the mic from the commentary table and he's standing up at the top of the ramp. He says, All right, the crowd begins to chant, You tapped out. Um. He goes on and says, you say the BCC is symbol of excellence in AEW. Have you forgotten about the Jericho Appreciation Society? Jericho tells the crowd to shut up and says that he wishes he was in Albany, Georgia instead of Albany, New York. Yeah, I can agree. And then he proceeds to challenge Claudio for the Ring of Honor title because it is the one title he has not held. He has held a title in WWF, WWE, WCW, AEW, but not ROH. Well, he has a tough competition ahead of him. Tough competitor. And he proceeds to say that Jericho wants the Ocho. Oh, this dude's shoulder is like, ah. If Ocho was a penis, I would be happy to take one from the boss. <clears throat> Moving on. Next, we get a promo from Jay Cargill and the baddies. And she proceeds to say that she ain't running a circus and had to get rid of that PR clown talking about Stokely Hathaway. Well, that's one way of putting it. And then she is interrupted by Diamante and says, how about I give you something to play with? I know something I'd like to play with. And it's attached to the wealth. It may be attached to Wardlow. 
Stop. Next week, Diamante uh, says she's not coming alone. She is bringing the baddest bitch from the 305. What area codes 305? If I'm not mistaken, I think it is Miami. I don't know anybody from Miami. I don't know any bad bitch from Miami. Yeah, neither do I. So the guess is who she break it? Mm. And yes, that is the area code for the Miami-Dade County area in the Florida Keys. She bringing an alligator? Could be. No, don't like alligators. Don't like crocodiles. Only time I like alligators and crocodiles is if I'm eating them because they taste like chicken. You don't like any reptile. I like you. I'm not a reptile. You look like one. Fine. <laughs> Could be so damn salty like your buddy Bobby. What was that? You heard me. I didn't stutter. <laughs> no, I turned the volume down. I said, quit being salty like your friend Bobby. Hey, Bobby's a great mentor, okay? Oh, can I tell you, I'll tell you what I did to Bobby yesterday? Hey, tell me later. I, I want to get this done. I still have to take a shower. Yeah, I still need to do homework, which probably won't get done because my ass will probably go to bed because I got to go to church in the morning because I'm a good Christian lady. Okay, where's the camera? Anyway. What? You being a good Christian lady? That's funny. I'm a good Christian lady. <laughs> Moving on. So next we get Penelope Ford versus Willow. What the fuck? Willow Nightingale. I just got hit by a cat. <laughs> and Penelope comes out with Kip Sabian. Love he is Kip. so nice to look at. He's Kip so nice Sabian to look at. Cool. He's so nice to look at. Did I tell you he's nice to look at? Yeah, you did. His wife is nice to look at, too. Well, you can look at Penelope and I'll look at him. Then Willow comes out and commentary talks about how Willow has a connection with the crowd and Willow has strength advantage but is too playful. And Jericho noticed or mentions Penelope has a mean streak since she has come back to AEW. And therefore, she is Chris Jericho's Sports Entertainer of the Week. I want to be Chris Jericho's Sports Entertainer of the Week. Then we see Willow with a two count. And then we see Penelope bouncing Willow's face off of the ring apron. I mean, I could bounce the owner's face off my twat. Willow sends Penelope into the ropes. Penelope then does the Indian Deathlock and gets Willow to tap. 
and Penelope gets the win. Your thoughts on that match? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just told you what happened. Cool Penelope one. Then we get a Dark Order promo. And evidently there's going to be a golden ticket battle royal at Grand Slam, which the IWC mounted down for over again, where someone will get a shot at the AEW championship. So the IWC got all PC about like, well, MJF's got the chip. So is he not the number one contender? Is this person going to be the number one contender? Would y'all just stop? Can I just stop? IWC, stop. Nobody knows how TK brain works. This is his brain on caffeine or something. Because you know this week coming up, Grand Slam is going to be balls to the wall and everybody's going to be bitching about things didn't have time to breathe. I'm actually looking forward to this match, this battle royal. Well, yeah. Anyway. Hangman apologizes for the way things turned out at All Out. And then Jose and Roosh. Oh, he's another one that's nice to look at. Oh, my God. That man with no shirt. Stop talking about people who look nice to look at. They interrupt. And Jose, the assistant, tells Tim that Andrade is trying to make him a star. Then Roosh begins to speak Spanish to Hangman. And then I put, give me a Roosh-Hangman feud where Roosh beats the fucking living shit out of Hangman. Eh, they would let Hangman win. But he'd be so nice to look at in the ring in those white trunks. Next, we have All Ego Ethan Page. Versus very nice and very evil Danhausen. Ethan is accompanied by Stokely Hathaway. I put poor Danhausen. Ethan's going to kick your ass. Sadly. Jericho on commentary says, I don't want to get cursed. I hope Danhausen wins. <laughs> Danhausen begins to mock Ethan Page by doing the finger to the cheek. Ethan Page begins to throw down rights into Dan House's face. And then Jericho tells Ethan Page that he can't curse anyone. He is from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and there are no magicians or wizards there. <laughs> Ethan puts Dan House in the ego's edge and gets the pin. We all knew Page was going to win this match. Dan Housen, future AEW champion. Okay, moving on. We get a Ricky Starks promo. And he does this promo in the back of an 18-wheeler trailer. <laughs> it's one way to do a promo. Is that Hobbs has his full attention now. And that Hobbs needs to bring his ass to New York City. 
Well, it's not bringing his ass to New York City. Maybe. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. And then we get our main event featuring Josh Woods, who I really like, versus Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor TV Championship. I thought it was a good matchup. Both men begin grappling with each other. I like grappling men. I can grapple a man. Show him some moves. We see uh, Joshua takes down Samoa Joe, which is kind of a big task to do. We see Woods with some hits on Samoa Joe. They don't really face Samoa Joe, though. Woods focuses on Samoa Joe's arm, and as Smart Mark Sterling has the ref distracted, Tony Nee snaps Joe's arm off the top rope. Then we see Samoa with a sleeper on Woods. Josh Woods picks up Samoa Joe, puts this man on his shoulders, gives him two knees to the face, and only gets a two count. Nice jumps up on the uh, uh, apron and gets a forearm from Samoa Joe. Joe lands the mus muscle buster on Woods and gets the win. Nice cheap shots. Joe from back, uh, from behind, then Josh Woods gets in on it, and then Wardlow comes out, and boy, is he nice to look at, and, and he just come out wearing a pair of dress pants and no shirt, mm. <laughs> and carrying his TNT title. Um, Wardlow comes out to help Joe. Wardlow grabs Smart Mark and is getting ready to do a powerbomb on Smart Mark, and Tony Nese saves Mark, Mark. And then we see Wardlow and Joe standing in the ring. Are we going to get a Wardlow Samoa Joe feud? No. Not no, yet. they clink titles like you're clinking glasses when you're drinking. And that is the end of Rampage. But I am down for a Wardlow Samoa Joe feud. Eh. Give me Wardlow versus Powerhouse. Powerhouse Hobbs first. I'm not opposed to that. I am not opposed to that neither. Anyway. Anywho. So, moving on. Have you seen the card so far for Grand Slam for Tuesday? I mean, for Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, it looks good. And Rampage is going to be two hours this Friday. And uh -huh. it's still coming on again, which means you're not going to get to bed until after 12. I might miss half of Rampage. Why? Me and my uncle are going to a football game. What football game are you going to? 
I don't know. We're going to find some local high school game and fucking go. Why not? Football's football. So let me read off the matches we have so far for Dynamite. We're going to have John Moxley versus Brian Danielson for AEW World Champion. We're going to have Claudio versus Chris Jericho for the ROH Championship. We're going to have Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaim for the AEW Tag Team Championships. We're going to have Pac and Orange Cassidy for the All-Atlantic Championship. And then we're going to have a four-way. Tony Storm versus Serena Deeb versus Athena versus Britt Baker for the AEW Interim Women's World Championship. Nice. Very nice. Fun matches. That is five matches. On Rampage, we are going to have Sting and Darby versus the House of Black in a no DQ. We're going to have Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. Jay Cargill versus Diamante. Eddie Kingston versus your boy Sammy Guevara. We are going to have the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. We're going to have Ray Phoenix versus Jungle Boy. And then we're going to have Hook and Action Bronson versus Menard and Angela. Fun. We are going to have seven matches on Rampage. Nice. We only have five on Dynamite so far. And TK will announce some more. With that man's brain, you never know. Yeah, I'd like to check the brain below the belt. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Yeah. But anyways, that all. Never say nothing like that. I am a good Christian lady. That all. I don't have nothing. Besides that, I'm probably going to go take a shower and then go to bed. Check check your text message. I just sent you a text. So, yeah. (laughs) Rampage was a little boring this Friday. A little disappointed. But it's all good. I am upset with the AEW fans, though. Can I do my rant now? I forgot to do this earlier. I guess. So, the week before, when we got our little video package of TK saying that he had to vacate these two titles because the boys can't play nicely, the fans fucking booed him. It is what it is. And then the fans booed him again this week when he come out, you know, like he normally does before the show starts. Um, the fucking idiots in Albany booed him. 
I mean, you know, New York, it, it's New York. They're special in their own way. But y'all need to watch that. He wasn't the one that decided to throw fucking punches. Are y'all mad because he stripped CM Punk of his title? Punk shouldn't act like a little bitch. That's true. You boo him because he didn't control CM Punk, although he did try to control CM Punk, and CM Punk pretty much told him to shut the fuck up. I mean, the man gave us an alternative to the shitty, crappy wrestling we were getting from WWE and made a lot of people love wrestling again. And you motherfuckers are booing him. I need y'all to get y'all shit together. Because I might have to bring out Intermarsha if they boo when we go to North. It's not that big of a deal. If they boo, they boo. Who fucking cares? That's how I look at it. Nobody asked you for your opinion, nor did I give you your opinion. <laughs> they just don't need to boo my man. That's all I'm saying. He can't control what other grown ass men do. You know who's not scheduled for Grand Slam? Maxwell. Maxwell. And it's right in his backyard. So you know he's going to pull some. What do you think he's going to pull? I don't know. You're a terrible host. No, I... The answer to every question is I don't know. (laughs) No, um... I'm watching people blame the car for Ford blowing tires. Every Ford tonight besides like two blew a tire and people are blaming the car instead of blaming the manufacturer who you need to be blaming Goodyear who made the tire it wasn't Goodyear's fault the Fords were running either too high or too low of a camber and their tires were going down like crazy Chevy didn't have that problem Toyota didn't Kyle Bush blew a tire. Toyota started blowing up. Yeah. Toyota's was mechanical. Ford's were tires. Chevy was just bad luck in them wrecking. But anyways, I don't have nothing else to add. That's the end of the podcast. Well, damn. Just be rude like that, motherfucker. That is not how we end the podcast. Well, then end the podcast. I'm tired. And I I'm tired of looking at your damn face. Fine. I don't even know how the fuck we end the podcast because we don't want it so goddamn long. Goodbye, Internet. We'll see you next time. Bye.